This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Hi, everyone. My name's Mr. Fruit, and welcome back to the GG Over Easy podcast. In today's episode, we just recently celebrated it because, well, this is future fruit talking to past fruit, which you're about to listen to. We actually got to everything we listed for this episode, uh, which is incredible, which contains but is not limited to Destiny 2. Blue has been excited about it. Rob doesn't understand. He loves the story. I get some food delivered. Specifically, the Chipotle quesadilla. We break that down. Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's new. What do we think about it? A lot of video games coming up that I'm excited about, but apparently no one's really ever heard of. I made a giant Pokemon tier list of literally every Pokemon, and Blue was definitely not upset about anything. I was upset about some yeah. things. Okay, maybe, yeah. Not important. Just suck. And much more, as well as some questions and answers at the end, so stay tuned for this episode. Love you guys. Let's get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the only 20 million star rated podcast on 20 now. iTunes. Yep. 20, yeah. 20 million. Granted. You know what's weird about um, the GG Easy stock? It only goes up, never goes down. Yeah. Uh, we are publicly traded. Um, you, can, you can buy in. Um, we're going to the moon. We're not actually um, we're not actually publicly traded. That's we're not even a company. Okay, it's not, that's not important. Are we gonna get sued for saying that? Might be. That but I do know. I remember do a podcast review. Oh, he didn't forget. That's right, baby. I also seventy forgot. seventy. I was gonna do one last week, but my phone was dead. Seventy-eight or I, seventy-nine I, episodes, and you know what? We nailed it. It's like we've been doing this for over for a year and a half. Very I'm well deserved, says Maynard. The the A is a four, of course, and there's two R's. Oh, classic. Thanks, that means they're cool. Classic. Uh, rated five stars, of course. Obviously. I've been listening to this podcast since the very beginning, and I listen to every episode at least twice while waiting for the new one. The recent oh, wow. hype on Destiny 2 has really made me want to get back into it, and I'm very grateful for that. This podcast cool. allows me to have a break throughout my crazy busy life, and I'm truly grateful. That's the same. Thank that you, made Maynard. you wait. We made you want to play Destiny again. Well, not you, Rob. <laughs> not you, Rob. Specifically, specifically, <laughs> we know how you feel. You. Well, okay, hold on. <laughs> now that we're on the topic of Destiny Blue, I have to ask you. You tweeted like 
I know okay. I give a lot of shit to Destiny, but I'm in on the story now. Like, Dude. what what could have possibly happened that I need to, like, oh, like, all of a I'm sudden I need tea. to take the Destiny story seriously? Well, okay, so let me give a quick rundown. Um, historically, Destiny story has been held together by tape and WD-40. It has been non-existent, even in Beyond Light, which is supposed to be, like, yo, this was supposed to be Destiny 3, but, like, we were like, no, let's put in the game. And I was like, damn, this is going to be an awful story for a new game. It was just thick robots. That was it was it. just, it was just, I'm a fed fallen with the dump truck ass dump who truck. can freeze things now. Ooh, fear me. Also, the darkness is bad, and um, you can wield the darkness bad. And it's like, damn, I have no clue what's going on. Whereas now, we have, like, actual antagonist who is like yo is that the cabal dude who's like that's the cabal uh, chick. woman bow down to me guy or she's like hey it's a, it's a oh. woman oh excuse me sorry and it's what's uh, up it's pronounced it's, it's keitel thank you very much it's ka- nope it's keitel it sure no it's pretty clearly keitel whatever um, all right you know what some of us are wrong anyways I'm right it's right well uh, we've actually had straight up like dialogue. We've had character cutscenes. We've had like you Dirty go to the FPS? helm. You, Unfortunately, no, yeah. no, no. Only the only the high quality cutscenes are in 30 FPS. Otherwise, oh. like the character dialogue when you go to the helm oh. table, it's all in game dialogue. It's all in game story. No, but it's good because you actually get dialogue. Like the characters actually show up on your screen, like Bioshock yeah. style. You know how like interact. you're playing the game and the characters come in like uh, uh Zavala, you 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 like poo poo, but then Zavala's like no, and Osiris, then, you and like then, pee pee, and then uh, Salon's like ah, that's so rad, yeah, and, and Salon's like oh, I'm a bitch all the time, uh. and then Aldrin is like, though. and then Aldrin is like yeah, you are kind of a, he's like oh, yeah, you are kind of a bitch, but philosophically, and, and like, I don't know, oh, it's cool I don't having have a all dog these, to fight. it's cool having all these characters actually like have like interactions and talk to each other instead of like going to a vendor and the vendor being like go poo poo on the darkness okay and I'm like, okay complete. but yeah like i'll do that uh-huh. but like this season is so good because like characters are talking to each other characters are interacting you have things that are actually happening when you go like each week you have characters by the helm table like resolving something uh the battlegrounds actually like you finish it and like the characters are like yeah so like uh cabal bad uh damn what if cabal aren't that bad what if like philosophically you good you know like what if cabal are just like us and just trying to survive fuck you dude no they're bad uh it's just very nice to have characters doing character things and the strike is like might as well be a story mission which is strike was awesome the strike was sick with the guitar little rift at the end so it's like like historically destiny is like go here punch bad uh character says witty punchline Ooh, something about Cade being dead he's dead move on guys move on he's dead and oh sorry complete but Dude, now it's like you can't tell me to get over that he's been now with it's me pop, since day now it's one. if it wasn't nathan fillion i would have been over it but the fact that we no longer have nathan fillion is what i'm upset about now it's politics, you know how long ago that was we were at resolution E3 when that was announced <laughs> they it is tight i like it i am down with destiny story if they keep doing it like this stop doing that beyond light and shadow keep bullshit where you have to do stories finish the story bungie 
What? But like you say, finish the story. I don't even know what they need to finish. Exactly. Like, what is? And the... this season was the first time I felt like, damn, I actually know what's going on, and I didn't have to read eight pages of lore. Yeah, I refuse to Grimoire. read lore. I'll agree with Blue on this. the The way they've done story is pretty cool this season. Like every week, log in. There's new interactions. The quest or whatever is the exact same, but you do it just to get more story. And then there's been occasional cutscenes. Like this week had a full 3D cutscene. Previously, there was like a cool 2D drawn cutscene, which is still better than what we've ever gotten. So I like the way they're going with it. Would love to see it continue like this. And as a casual too, it's nice because I can like hop on for like two hours. I'm like, cool. I'll come back casual, next reset. Bro. You're a Destiny YouTuber. Right. You're right. I'm sorry. So as a Destiny YouTuber, I really like it. And the way they yeah tied the battlegrounds into this strike they just added, and then the strike was really cool. Uh, yes, Rob. Uh, what is battlegrounds? That's just the new seasonal activity. Uh, so essentially what's happening is the Cabal have this weird thing where they need honor, and they have to impress Keitel or Keitel. And so <laughs> they have this ancient ritual thing that they do because they're like a warrior race and so what they do is they essentially challenge people and it's all these cabal warlords trying to be like yo i'm sick enough put me on like your war council title and so they keep invading and we have to be like nah get out of here and so that's what battlegrounds are and essentially keitel has been trying to get uh the vanguard to come on the war council and essentially be her little puppets but she's like peace but really she's just like i want to control you guys because we have a common enemy currently but of course the vanguard and uh uh whatever his face Cabal. is no the blue dude his name zavala. zavala i was gonna say shacks zavala is like no i'm not gonna do that i'm not your little you, you know puppet and so it's it's all this and of course he's like we need you to fix everything guardian because we rely solely on you for absolutely everything and i'm like okay that doesn't seem very healthy but i'll do it um, yes, Rob. Can I talk about a spoiler that I saw um, on the timeline? And okay. I don't know if this is uh, – it's Destiny related. So if you are into Destiny's story at all, I guess. If you haven't played it by Granted, now. Granted, if they're that into it, though, they probably already know. Yeah, they probably okay. they probably actually and it's not, care it's about not like spoiler. some – there's nothing this season that's like, whoa. Okay, like then, but it there. might be something where it wasn't even like – it could have been a totally different season. I missed it. Uh, the little the uh, the prince guy. Uh, oh, yeah. What's his face? That Is was he back. He he's been back for two he's seasons. He's been back for two seasons. But yeah. Oh okay. See, I saw that. That I saw that on the this timeline. This was this was basically the lead up to his reveal. Yeah, because so far he's been amongst the vanguard, but they didn't know he's been among us. Boom 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 <laughs> boom. Shark jumps in. Did I hear among? Get out of my head. <laughs> Imagine if like eight boxes came up. Like, hey guys, yeah. bing, uh, bing 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 bing. Um. So yeah, Aldrin Slav has been back. That's a whole other story thing. The, the story that was actually really on. cool. The symbolism, by the way, because in the original uh, cutscene with Forsaken, you have Aldrin Kate Slav on the ground and Aldrin, yeah, but Aldrin, no, Aldrin shooting. Him. But then in this like, cutscene, they're in the light, and Zavala's like, no, holding his hand out now, for Aldrin. And like, it's and he's sick. Like, we're tight, dude. Yeah. So anyway, that's cool. Like at least like there's something you guys <laughs> <laughs> like I'm at least there's like something you guys get to listen to. That's so cool. Yeah. I mean, I'll just keep playing for day one raids. Yeah, I respect it. So, um, yeah, it's pretty cool. And thankfully, the the seasonal challenges make it 
easy to actually level up the season pass because I might level eighty something. Um, you've been grinding. You've been yeah, grinding. Which previously in a Destiny season, I think the best level I'd ever gotten on a battle pass was like thirty. So Blue, you're back in your toxic relationship with Destiny again. Uh, I I'm in two equally toxic relationships. Then, oh, well, you, that's not Final, Final Fantasy. Uh, Shadowbringer, no, uh, which is free true. to play. Oh, that's the, the honeymoon stage is over with Final Fantasy. No, I no, I'm still in one toxic relationship. My Final Fantasy one is toxic because I get on and raid, and then I get sad because I'm not raiding. <laughs> because you have to put eight people together for raids, so I can't be raiding twenty four seven, and it makes. Why me don't sad you have like a, the Blue Westlow's house, like bear in the big blue house, like blue in the big <laughs> blue house, and you just have a big raid team uh, that's just... a, but it's impossible because because you can't just have eight people ready to raid constantly but you're blue um, just tweet it out there's like 80 million yeah, people can. in the you're podcast every time no, like yo no, i started playing the face of, you're yo, the face i'm ready of to, I'm ready to no, fight the, these 27s no, and I, no 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 it doesn't work that way because you actually have to use like actual brain power to finish these raids. like in destiny you can just like struggle bust through raids in final fantasy there's like strats and shit and like there's like uptime strats I like using. So like if the other team can't use uptime strats and adjust for me to get my 99 parse, then like what's the point of even rating? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you can't you do that 99 parse. Raid sounded like that. Yeah. So anyways, uh, the point is. Instead, it's go up or go. I do, Yes. The point. Yeah. I'm back in relationship with Destiny. But it's because it's a really good season. It, it definitely has been an improvement. Destiny gave you a really a really nice purse, Blue, that you really liked and wanted. <laughs> and then okay, next season's going to be trash, and I'm not going to play for three months. And then, and then Destiny's going to forget about your anniversary and something that <laughs> meant a lot to you and didn't show up for it. And then, feel... You're going to ghost them. I feel like me and Fruit represent the average player, though, like. We we, we we love the game when it's good, but we fucking hate it when it's bad. But of course, everyone's like, bro, you're only allowed to play one game, and you have to love it. And even if you don't, you can only play that game. Otherwise, you're like a shill, and you don't actually like the game. That's not how that works. So anyway, I did see somebody tweet uh, to me today, in fact, that they installed Destiny for the very first time because of my videos. So Bungie, I'm expecting the check in the mail soon. Um, I'll take, I'll take a, per, I'll take one percent of one percent of what Eververse uh, gets yes, you guys. I, yeah, if that's, I, I feel like that's fair. Uh, I so agree. Just, yeah, is is the uh, silver store popping blue? Like, uh, do you buy any? Surprisingly, silver? I have only spent ten dollars worth of silver this season. Oh, oh, oh. Mr. Fruit, your rebuttal. Uh, none. None. No. I have. Oh, uh, it's all gone towards Apex. <laughs> Unfortunately, well, I also have a pretty uh, nice little stash of bright dust that I'm burning through right now. So, oh, no. I mean, I did buy stuff from the Everest, but I either already had the bright dust or the coins, so I think I haven't oh, put in God. more. Okay, well, okay. if we're talking about silver, I already have. Then I have spent thirty dollars <laughs> worth of silver this mm, season. That's, that's not bad. Understandable. So anyway, that's uh, that's Destiny off the list. Bobbing, bobbing. Look at us. Shit out of here. Second. Um, as announced today, uh, very thoughtful of them to always do this for the podcast. Yeah. Ghost of Tsushima is officially announced to be a movie. Woo! Oh, oh my. John, uh, the director of John Wick, correct? Yes. The director Woo! of John Wick is set Yo, to make what? Uh -huh, yeah. a Ghost of Tsushima movie. What? It's going to be sick then. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. As soon as I saw John Wick director, I went, oh, I'm in. And 
Um, and some people are already like, who should play Jin Sakai? Maybe it should be this person. Uh, how about we just do the voice actor? Who they literally modeled. They He is Jin Sakai. You could just use him. He literally is him. He's already an actor. Put him in the movie. Thanks. Or Christian Miller. Hear me out. <laughs> oh my gosh, Hollywood's whitewashing. It. No thanks. Hot. It would be very whitewashing. So, yeah, would love to see that actor, but like all in all, one. I mean, the story's freaking fantastic. And then still a game I need to play or like explore. Yeah, honestly, here in the news, I want to go back and I'm probably going to play a new game plus. And about, you haven't I played never, on the PS5 though, right? No. So I get to play new game plus with sixty frames. And I never replay games. So that's how you know. It's dope. I You replay Destiny. Okay, well, that's completely... It's not <laughs> And, yeah, I just... That's literally all we know. It was announced. But that's all I need to know to get Over hyped. Over under 2024 is the release year. I'll say it. 2023. You think we get it then? Yeah. Uh, but it, whatever it is, it won't be soon enough. And again, I cannot understate how excited I am for that. Is film. it going to have what I I feel like movies have the problem of? Like with a video game, you have countless hours of a way to tell a story. With a movie, it's only really so. two hours. I I think, well, because the beauty like, of it. What do you think it, they're going to do? Well, the beauty of this is it's an open world game. So, you know, all the side stories and stuff. You can pick like a quest maybe or something. Well, all the side stories and stuff are probably going to fall to the wayside. Maybe they'll like bring in some characters here and there that if you played the game, you could be like, hey, I know that person. You'll be the Leonardo DiCaprio. (laughs) But otherwise, if you follow just the main story and you were to put together all that as well as the cutscenes, I mean, that probably is the movie. I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt it. And I think it would make a really good movie. So yeah, I, I'm pumped, and normally I'm not one pumped, one to be pumped about pumped, a movie man. or a story pump. if I already know spoilers, obviously, because like I know what happens. But in this case, I don't care if I know everything that's gonna happen. Just being able to see it on the silver screen is gonna be sick. You're a manga reader in this instance. Yeah, ma- yeah, manga. You, well, you should talk to Claire about it. Be like, hey, babe. Although. This, uh, new mo- <laughs> Bro, if there's some parts in the the game that made me cry, I'm thinking about it now. If they do that on screen, oof. I don't think a game has ever moved me to, to tears. What? Really? Ever? No. Right. I don't think no game so has s- ever made me cry as much as Bioshock Infinite. That one made me just weep like a baby. I don't. I don't think I'm. Uh, I've that ever been that invested into a game. Like even Kingdom Hearts, I was too young to like. I don't know. I don't I'm old and ever... I don't understand Kingdom Hearts. Well, like, I'm just talking about the scene where, like, he just gets home and, like, Donald Duck pops up and then Kyrie's like, you're home. Like, that part you don't really need to understand. Oh. 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 Where'd you go, Rob? Uh, it's uh, Rob? Light Bill. He's light in, Bill. He's in the tunnel? Light, light, light Bill. Oh. oh. I got it. Okay, he just sent the Hey, hey, Thomas Edison. Yeah. Hold on. I'm getting a call from my buddy Thomas. <laughs> Tom. How you doing? Eddie. That's one of my favorite Family Guy jokes. He's like, um, he calls the number and he's like, Wait, is this seven? He's like, no, this is four. He's like, oh, wrong number. Sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, that as a whole is going to be absolutely fantastic, and I have faith because it is the John Wick director. So that's the only reason why I have any sort of faith. I'm hoping. I, I don't doubt now that like the action and stuff will be nailed, and 
I love Eastern kind of movies like that. And frankly, we don't get much like that. So if it like popularized that some more. And when we do, we get Tom Cruise. <laughs> the Last Samurai I've never, is I've never seen that movie. Tom Cruise. Is you it bad or is it good? It's actually a pretty yeah, good movie. I've actually movie. heard decent things yeah. about it. It's, it's a pretty good movie. It's just like. It's just why is it Tom Cruise? <laughs> why is it Tom Cruise? <laughs> You're just sitting there the whole movie like. No way that flies nowadays. Like if that no, movie no, was to come out, rightfully that, so, it wouldn't fly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right? it's one of those things where it's like, hey guys, we have this thing. We don't believe it'll do well enough, so we need a name behind it. Uh, who's really hot right now? Uh, Tom Cruise. Tom fucking Cruise. Hey, but the it's last a samurai, samurai. Movie, guys. Um, yeah, and they're like even Tom better. Cruise. Yeah, even better. Great. <laughs> so yeah, it's like that one movie. What's uh what's the Matt? What's Matt Damon in? I heard that movie's bad. It's like a, it's like a Matt Damon movie. Oh my where he's god! Like a samurai. Fucking the 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 wall it's like of a, China. Oh yeah, it's like god. a really, yeah, it's like a really. Bro, weird. I was like, it can't be that bad, and I think I watched it on. You some, saw like, it? I, well, I think I watched it on like a foreign flight, where it's free. Oh. Otherwise, I don't think I would have ever. Because even I am like, I'll give things a chance, and that one I was like, yikes. So I was like, all right, well, I got nothing else to do, and it was a movie. Like, who is, like, in that the right I, mind, like, oh, Matt Damon would do so well in a movie about the Wall of China? Holy crap. Well, the sad part, too, is that wasn't even the worst part. It was like the al- aliens were, like, the actual, no, like... No, no, there weren't aliens. No, it wasn't? No, there weren't aliens, but... Well, were they? Um, The the bizarre part... Rob's like, tell me! <laughs> I'm not gonna watch it. I just know the things that they were fighting weren't, like, Mongolians. Like... Well, the... Um, it's just like, yeah, Matt Damon cast anyway was just out there. And I think that was very much a thing of like, hey, we have a budget. We want to make this movie. I don't know how we're going to sell it. We need one big name. Uh, we, we can afford Matt Damon. Uh, throw Matt Damon in there. And Matt Damon probably got enough money. He's like, screw it, dude. So he did it. But it was garbage. <laughs> he did it. And yeah, regardless of who they cast for Matt Damon character, even if they hadn't, uh, it would not have saved that movie. Trash. Uh, Unfortunately, so. yeah, I knew this. zero I, on the Mr. Fruit scale. You heard it here first. I don't know why yeah. that movie like popped in my head. As you all know, I'm, pr- I'm usually pretty lenient. Like if it's like, hey, I enjoyed it, or like, hey, it wasn't that bad. You know, I'm like, yeah. Is it worse here. than Mark Wahlberg's Transformers? Yes. Oh, okay. that's because like at least Mark Wahlberg's Transformers one. I like Marky Marks when he's just on the screen, muscles. <laughs> Even if it's shit. <laughs> Yeah, well, it was pretty bad. But the salvageable stuff is like just cut out everything else and then just watch the robot fighting scenes. You know, at, le- at yeah. least there's something in there. Uh, which, the last again, movie was decent. that means we're what, six days away from Kong Godzilla as of the day of this recording. Oh, maybe we'll talk about that on the podcast next week. Maybe that'll be our homework next that'll week. That'll be tough because that one comes out like Friday at 12.01 a.m. or whatever. Oh, it does. You underestimate my sleep schedule, my ability to ruin my sleep schedule. (laughs) Yeah, I'll wake up early for it and we can record like midday. That's we'll figure that out later. Yeah. But I'm excited for that. But as far as just finishing up, I guess, on a little tangent about games that have like moved me that much. I know Bioshock Infinite by far and away was like an anomaly for me. Pokemon? Pokemon's never moved me. Pokemon, the first movie didn't move you, bro. Oh, I'm not we're not talking about movies, I'm talking about games. <clears throat> as far as, as games, a little kid, what? of course, I wept like a little thing when Ash turned to stone, dude. I'm over there like, ah! 
like Pikachu. He's so sad. He really tried to throw hands with the Mewtwo, bro. There is. I respect um, it. He's an idiot. <clears throat> I don't know if I've ever cried to a Pokemon game. I I agree, but I think there was some definitely some moments where I was like, got a little like, oh man, what the fuck? It was the stuffle that gets left behind in Sun and Moon. <laughs> that was sad. That shit hit me. Hurt my gooch. But Ooh, there was. Has a game made you cry, Blue? Like any game? Oh, absolutely. Really? Yeah. Um, I think um, we're just in touch with our emotions, Rob. Well, just... I cry at movies all the time. Like I love crying in movies. <laughs> what movie made me fucking Safe Haven? Ball my eyes out. I think it was because I was so into Metal Gear Solid. The end of Metal Gear Solid Four made me cry. I was so into Metal Gear Solid my entire life, and Four was just like right in my right in my Miami, dude. Um, I guess. Oh, go ahead, Blue. I think that's the only time I've like cried, cried game. I, the, the only time I'm thinking where I was moved, but I didn't cry was Gears of War, and I, and. Oh, see, I feel like a lot of people would agree with you. Like Gears of War two and Gears of War three. Around me are familiar. It's just a good game. Definitely like a franchise though that I think just needs to kind of stop. Like it, it had its, it's time. Its yeah, it was fun. It was a good time, but it's definitely time to stop. Um, yeah, Ghost of Tsushima got me twice. Um, I think, yeah, uh, God of War, the ending. Um, that was more moved than cry, but definitely moved me. Um, Season of Opulence. <laughs> well, because what people don't realize is like the like I remember seeing it on Reddit. It was really sweet or whatever. It was like a tweet. And uh, I think it was like Cody Barlog. I think I said his name right. Who's like the lead on God of War. Um, said like this is why I make games or whatever. But it was like this girl talking about how or whoever it might have been. Was dealing with the death of their mother recently. And they played through God of War without realizing the whole entire story is um, Atreus and Kratos trying to uh, bring their wife and mother's ashes to the place where she wanted to be, like, let her ashes fly over. And that's the that's really the whole overarching journey. And so yeah. then they play through it and then, it, like, help them cope with it and stuff and, like, realize things. So that's really cool. Um. I feel like there are Last a couple of us? more. Well, I never oh my it. god! That was a repressed memory. Thank you for bringing that up, Rob. <laughs> Suddenly, holy shit! I cried the first hour. It's like up. You know how like the first. Oh, first five like minutes, dude. Remember, you're just like, like the, the first, first hour of like the first of five minutes up was like ball. That was me. Not last the, of us. the first, the first thirty minutes of Last of Us, I fucking cried. Really, I, I didn't remember. It was cool. I like the story, but it... you're just like Joel running, right? And but then, for like, yeah, but for me, like something like that could happen at the beginning, and it doesn't get me because I'm not invested yet. But if, like, let's say those same events happen at the end, it would have been probably completely different for me because once I'm invested in no characters, that's when it's more likely going to move me. But if it like hits me at the beginning, I'm like, whoa! But it doesn't have the same effect that's, yet. That's that's why it hit me because it was at the beginning. It caught me off guard, and I, yeah, it hit me right in my Gucci. It was rough though. Yeah, yeah and then bad. when that um that little kid dies too, that was really sad in that game. It hurt. It yeah. hurt really bad. I'm sad now. Thanks for that. 
But it's probably oh, been yeah. some other games. But, but yeah, no, no tears of it. I don't know if it's because like I just understand that this is a video game. But like I cried at TV shows. I don't know. Weird. It's just it has to be a good single player game that really immerses me. That's what it has to be. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So anyway, Ghost of Tsushima, please be good. Either way, I'm definitely going to watch you. Very excited. Good or bad, he's going to watch it. Of course. Speaking of slicey, dicey, and period pieces, I was watching a whole bunch of videos today because for some reason, I'm just unnecessarily excited for Hoods and Outlaws. I think I briefly mentioned this before. I don't know what that is. Exactly. Yeah, I don't, I don't hear like I don't hear like anyone talking about it, which is a shame. I think it comes out May 10th, and if you pre-order it, you get early access May seventh, so of course. Wow, Mister Fruit. Yeah, but oh, I don't have a code no. unless it's on Epic Game Store, which I don't think it is. But if it is, code Mister Fruit. Thanks. Um, it's this. So let me just go ahead and say no single player, which I know a lot of people are bummed about. But it's a multiplayer heist essentially. So the way it is is, uh, you go into a match or whatever, and you're trying to. It's supposed to be like a, in the same vein of like back in Robin Hood times where you're stealing from the rich to give the poor whatever. So you guys are these hoods and outlaws, but you're essentially good guys. And you're invading these keeps to get their riches and get out. But you're also competing against another group of hoods and outlaws. So it's 4v4 and an entire map populated with NPCs and everything. And it's very stealth-based. It's very similar to like Assassin's Creed. And there's a whole bunch of different classes and stuff. But, is it kind of you can you can figure out how to do the heist? You can either go like run and gun in, or you can also do like a stealthy kind of. Well, the thing is it. that you could you could have an entire plan, but if the other team just plays differently, it could completely ruin your plan. And like if they take the chest, you'll know, and you have to try and stop them. Uh, you have to try and like. I haven't heard anything about this. Yes, yeah, I think it looks pretty sick, uh, but I haven't been hearing anything. But they had they've recently released a whole bunch of character videos, so I was watching it today. That comes out in May. I'm excited about it. We should definitely play it. 
because it looks very yeah. interesting and a nice little spoof. And it's in medieval times and literally we like medieval. That's it for me. Anywhere. Yeah. Mr. You, Fruit. There's I the sleep. meme. Mr. Yeah. Fruit medieval times. Oh, yeah. There's medieval the meme or like Western, Mr. Fruit. Like Wild West. Yeah. Um, medieval. Like, if I had to rank them... Medieval or Japanese samurai? See, oh, if on, I had man. to rank, that's when it gets <laughs> tough. Probably, like... See, oof. Uh, Japanese samurai might be tough. I can't choose between Japanese samurai. Uh, maybe Japanese and medieval. Viking. Pirates. Steampunk? Wild West. And then I'm sure there's some others that I could place in there. But the top, the top three are the typical for me. Yeah. Medieval, Japanese, and Viking. Uh, but yeah, it's like that Japan meme, like Miss Fruit. Uh, any yeah. location, not Japan, like actually. Japan, woo! Same thing with like medieval and stuff. So I'm 100% going to try it anyway. It looks really sick. May 10th. May 10th. Mark well, May counts. 7th. Uh, with oh. early access. But I bring that up because that's obviously a little ways away, May. However, April is right around the corner. And quite a few things coming out I'm excited for. Obviously, April 1st, we've talked about it, Outriders. Now, I don't know. Uh, Rob, are you even going to try and play it? I don't know. I, I haven't heard anything. And, like, I don't know what it is or what I'm doing or how to play it. And if I'm playing with a group or if you guys have a group, I don't know. What do you mean you don't? We had a whole podcast. It's a looter shooter. Yeah, That's like, not I a live service game. See, but like you guys didn't sound too hype on it. Well, I, I don't mean, know. I'm not I don't hype know on it yet because I don't know everything to expect. But also, I kind of want to go in blind to looter shooters at this point in the game. But also, Mr. Fruit seemed pretty excited about it, so I was going to give it a try. Well, and I do know somebody who apparently got full access to the game with dev commands because they wanted him to like make some content. So he got he's doing all the end game stuff right now. He got to see all the legendaries. And he said end game's very Diablo-esque, but he's cautiously optimistic and he thinks it might not be an incredible event, but I think people will be happier than the current sentiment going into the game. So that's Destiny something killer, you're saying. No. <laughs> um, but as long as end game's fun, like that's the biggest thing for me. So at the very least, though, that should be like a week of fun, hopefully, playing through the story and then getting to the end game and deciding if I it's something I want to commit to further. But we have that, and then we have Century Age of Ashes, which I recently made a video on. Again, not hearing anyone talk about it. You ride dragons and fight other people. That's the game. I saw you playing it on Twitch and you were carrying and losing. Yeah. Like every other Unlucky. game you play. Well, I was carrying every game. But <laughs> Why Why doesn't that just do it for people? Apparently, maybe some marketing issues, but you ride drag. It looks, the game graphically is fantastic. I don't know. I feel like the, real, like the real dragon riding wave kind of left in 2018. Are you saying you know, with Thrones? How to Train Your Dragon? I feel like oh. if you came it out with it then, then maybe I don't, I don't, I don't know about the traction you're looking for. But Have you seen those movies, by the way? I have. They're great. They're good. They're great. Of course I have, because one, it has I've dragons, and two, it's Viking. Of course I've seen them. Toothless is cute. Yes. Point being, it's free to play, too. It's coming out to Steam 
and then it's later coming to PlayStation 5 and possibly other consoles. But it's coming to Steam, free to play. What do you do? I saw you. It almost looked like you were going through rings. Like Well, well so that's one of the game modes. So there are classes currently. There's Marauder. I don't know if it's Vanguard, but we'll just call it Vanguard. Marauder, Vanguard, and Phantom. Those classes change your rider appearance, but also your dragons or your wyverns and the abilities you get. So uh, the Phantom, for instance, you get like a, like a sleeker looking wyvern, a little speedy, and your ability is uh, when it's up, your ultimate or whatever, you can go invisible. And then when you exit, your next fireball does like extra damage. And they have all these different things. So then you go into PvP matches. It's only PvP, which some people turn off. That's literally what I look for. So, of course, for me, I might say. They want like a story? I don't know. But it's it's literally like, see, I think here's the problem. For me, I'm like, man, this is a game I would make. And then I realized there's like no traction for it now. It's like maybe this is why I shouldn't make games because the games I love always die. So I'm hoping it gets a good player base. And the fact that it's free to play to start is definitely the right decision because we have something like Rocket Arena we can look at. Which is great concept, great great idea, great execution, and then EA is like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna charge thirty five bucks for it, and then have microtransactions. Whereas if you just and currently, I think Steam concurrent player count is now at five players, and it's been out for a couple months. Yeah, it's that bad. Whereas if you just made it free to play, microtransactions, you start with a bigger base, way more likely for your game to have longevity. Whatever, I can get into that some other time. But it's free to play. You, you freaking fight other dragons. You chase them. You breathe fire. But there's different game modes. So the one you saw was capture the flag where somebody on your team has to grab the flag and then uh, fly through 10 gates in one go with the flag to win. So then you need your other friends to be like on your back. Because while you have the flag, you can't do anything except fly. You can't use any of your abilities. You can't attack. Mm-hmm. So you need your friends to, to cover you. And you got to outmaneuver people fl- fighting you and stuff. And the flying there is actually really intuitive. It all just works. And yeah, it's really fun. So I'm hoping that picks up. But I'm looking forward to grinding that game. And then there's also another free-to-play PvP game coming out that Rob and I actually just played called Knockout City. That was a good time. I actually really had fun. I'm excited for that because, again, it's another just jump in and play some PvP games. It's, if you're not, if you haven't heard of it, it is a, they don't know how to put it as a genre, but it's like dodgeball. It, it's dodgeball. That, that is the core of the game. You have a ball, you throw it at the enemy. They want to dodge it. If they get hit twice in one life, they're like KO'd. But in between all the different trick shots, you can do the catches and like perfect catches when people are throwing it at you, being able to curl up into a ball and have other people throw you the special different balls, um, just like those slight ways you can outplay people. Yeah, like really cool dashes. You can like you can like push people off maps. Um, you can glide. Like it seems really simple, and you're like, how in the world would there be enough content in this game? But then you get to a match, and you realize just how nuanced it is, and how fun it is, especially when you get into it, because like all matches are best of three. That's another free to play game coming out in April that I'm looking forward to playing, and so I'm hoping between that. Outriders and Century Age of Ashes. Hopefully, April's easy peasy, and then that transitions right into Hoods and Outlaws. Although 
at the end of April, at the very end of April, there's some game coming out too that. You're also missing one thing in, that's but... coming. What was that? Uh, the new Among Us map. Oh, that's true. That's the end of this month, isn't it? Yeah. New Among Us map. That'll probably last us one session. So unlucky, but that's all right. But one it will sesh? be cool. Well, if we what probably our friend group, yeah. No one probably have to get some different people. Yeah. But either way, it'll be fun, I think. And it'll be good too, though, because like, when was the last time we played Among Us? Yeah. And it'll be like getting back to the roots, you know, just playing the map and learning the map and learning what the tasks are. And then you don't know which tasks you have if you are the imposter. If you, so it'll be cool. Yeah. The, the, my one million dead subs will revive and be like, he's back. And then, I liked your uh, title that said, please stop unsubscribing. Oh, yeah. Please. Stop. I'm hemorrhaging please. subs. <laughs> I beg you. It's fine. I understand. Again, that's a whole other tangent. I did want to hear from Blue about a Pokemon tier list. And he had no idea what we were talking about. But recently, I wasted uh, like three and a half hours of my life. The I, I posted a picture that it was like Pokemon fans be like, and it was a tier list, and it had every Pokemon, and I shared it, and you really took it to heart. Well, yeah, they're like the first link was like, here's here's the list if you want to do it yourself. So I was like, I'll fin act up, fine, I'll do it, and I was like, it can't be that hard. But then I was doing it, and I realized, yeah, no way of saying that's a lot of Pokemon because they have all the variants and stuff. So it's like nine hundred something. And then on top of that, the problem was as you get farther and farther, the website was not meant for you to make a TOS out of like 900 things. So I'm like scrolled out in Chrome to like 10%. And you have to like drag an icon. And like if I want to put it up high tier, I have to like drag it into one, scroll, drag it into one, scroll, drag it into one, scroll, drag it into one, scroll. So long story short is I made a Pokemon tier list of every Pokemon. There are a few missing. DMs blue. I put the list in there. Um, and if you have any hot topics or yes. any of the Pokemon, if you, you are curious to see my list, you can go to my Twitter and there's a tweet, and then attached to it is like the bottom half of the tier list. And I uh I definitely expected some hate. Don't agree with the Steelix. I so, can't believe Steelix is Pokegasm. So yeah, let me let me break it down in my tier list. From top to bottom, we have Krogunk tier. Which is obviously SS. You put Trapinch in mediocre. All right, calm down. Hey, whoa. No one puts Trapinch in mediocre. Whoa. Which one? You put Dracovish in mediocre. Okay, okay, wait, no, Dracovish was a mistake. I thought I put him higher, but I forgot. My man, Kecleon (laughs) in mediocre. Yeah, 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 Kecleon in mediocre. How? Oh, oh, oh. Let me break it down. So my my top of the top is Krogunk tier. Obviously sitting at the top, Krogunk, my boy. Next up, we got Pokegasm, which is like SS+. And for me, in it, I have Tyranitar, Mega Rayquaza. Okay. Toxicroak. Why is Steelix and Pokegasm? Arcanine, Escavalier, Rowlet, Cramorant, Steelix, Sizzler. I respect this. I respect this. That's my Pokegasm. Then it goes on to like Amazinger, which has a lot. Mega Pidgeot, my man. 
Mega Pidgeot high up there. We fire, like that. We, Mega Pidgeot, Fuego. So Fuego. Uh, then we have Amazing Tier, uh, Great Tier, Good Tier, Average. Then it goes down to uh, Mediocre, Amiss, This Ain't It, Chief, Blame Whitney, which exclusively has Meltank. It's Whitney's fault. The Trash Tier. And then below Trash is a Burmy Tier, saved for <laughs> Burmy. Um, his evolution, and then some of the semi-sage, semi-poor, whatever. Uh, and then below that, we have a special tier for Alolan Dugtrio, uh, because in that one, we have Alolan Dugtrio, Jinx, Perugly, the entire clown water line of Gen 8. They're not clowns. They're like... They're whatever like, the fudge. They're like like circus. Show like, animals. Yeah, it's terrible. It's cool. What? Then I we got really like uh, the Donald word. Trump Pokemon, and... Whatever the fudge wow. that new mythical Pokemon was. You really did not like that new mythical, huh? It's a testicle, dude. I don't know what the fudge that thing is. Kind of. I don't even know the name of it. It's, well, that it's not mythical. It's uh, it's what? uh, whatever it is. What's his name from Crown Tundra? Uh, oh my god, I can't believe I forgot his name. Yeah, it's easily forgettable. It's understandable. Um, Calyrex. Calyrex. Yeah, Calyrex. Whatever. Uh. Is a low and trio tier, but but then wait, we have one more tier below that. The oh. bruh tier. Klefki is not a bruh tier. Yep. We got Klefki and is that Bruxish or whatever the fuck? Yeah, that's Bruxish. Yeah, Klefki and Bruxish. Bruxish are, deserves bruh. to be there. Bruxish is arguably arguably worst Pokemon of all time. Klefki's right up there, dude. I love no, dude, Fuck where dare. are my keys? Uh, in the bruh tier. I appreciate that you put Silverly in the amazing tier because most people wouldn't even put him there, and I appreciate that. Almost because they're sleeping on him. I think he's great. I like Porygon. I, I'm just, I, I disagree with Porygon. I, Porygon I was cool. never big Where's on Porygon. Porygon? Actually, Porygon? he is Porygon a miss. Yeah. I. Uh, I forgot to, I think DM this to Blue, but there's like this cool like fake Mon account. Where they made this like theoretical Pokemon that'll happen in that um, Pokemon Arceus, Legend of Arceus, or whatever. Yeah. And since it's like way back in time, it's it's like a dodo bird that looks like Porygon. And so the idea was it went extinct. And when they created Porygon, they roughly based it off of the extinct Porygon. We haven't gotten like a dodo great. We haven't gotten like a great dodo bird design yet, have we? No. So I think <sighs> I like the. I don't know if I'll be able uh, to find the tweet. But. What's the one in this ain't Eat chief where it's like the Aztec bird who's a psychic? Type? Oh well, I guess we got Do Doduo and Dodrio, but those aren't what? like Dodo. Level. It's that Aztec bird that you have in a in this what? ain't it chief? Which that, Aztec? I think bird? it's sweet. It's oh, like that's in a the Where's oh yeah, so cool. Sigilyph no, cool is, is kind of cool. Cool, cool Pokemon. But, I mean, to be fair, Siglyph is, like, worse Zaytu. Pardon your regularly scheduled podcast listening for this short ad break. But then, yeah, I definitely think some of them, like, for instance, like the Dracovish, uh, because there's 900 of them I lost when I was ranking them. Uh, so I would have put Dracovish and Dracovolt or whatever, the, or Arcta, Drake, whatever the fudge their names are. Those Arctazole. two. Yeah, I would have put those higher. Uh, there are, like, a few I accidentally... Because when you're dragging him and there's not, again nine hundred and you're like ten percent, there's only so much you yeah. can do. Um, I like the woolly mammoth Pokemon. Uh, oh, oh, the mammoth the, one. Uh, it's an amazing. 
the the Pretty Evo of Swina, but yeah, Mammoth Swine. Mammoth Swine. Yeah, it's cool. I like Mammoth Cute Swine. looking. Yeah. I got the whole Tepig line. Feel like they're uh, hating on my boy Endeavor. Endeavor oh song. But I got Buzzle up there. I know Rob. Oh, the two can. Toucan's oh, in there. God. I, I see toucan. the toucan. Mm-hmm. The toucan is cool. You put Buzzle that high. Yeah, I thought dude. we were friends. Buzzle's sick, dude. I thought we were friends. I'm talking. I feel like if you weren't into pumping as much as you are, I feel like. Uh... Yeah, maybe, but I am. I also feel like Tokopi <laughs> should be in Pokeyasm. I feel like the lore of Tokopi. Put some respect on Tokopi. But up in Amazing, or I will have you know, we got a couple Gen 8s. We got Grookey. Gen 8 was heat for design. Yeah, we got Grookey. We got Woo Woo. We yes. got Yamper, we got Clobopus, we got Dragapult. Dragapult, my boy! It's my boy! Dragapult's banger. What's the Pokemon you have next to Paul? Oh, Palkia? you got Gengar. We love that. Next to, oh, that's Darkrai. That, I think Dark that's Rye. the coolest. Uh, Wait, where's Giratina? Where's Giratina? Where's Giratina? Um, where is Giratina? Where'd you put Giratina? Okay, he's an amazing. That's good. We're, we're chill, we're oh, chill, we're chill, we're chill. Okay. There's so many I can't even Ooh, keep. I was about to lose it. I I like the Sandaconda pick, by the way. People sleep on how Dude, good that design is. I love Sandaconda. Sandaconda is a good ass design. Like I think a lot of people sleep on Jenny. Is Sandaconda the pink looking thing? No, Sandaconda. If you look bottom, at the bottom row of Amazing, it's the little next to the uh, little the sheep to the oh, right of the sheep. Sandaconda, okay. he's sick. Yeah. Of course, we got Grap locked. I love Sir Furfetched. Uh, of course, we got Snom. Now you have to do their, with their shiny variants. Oh, yeah. Somebody's like, now do all shines. I'm like, no. No. Because, <laughs> like, I started, like, the first 150, I was, like, kind of talking through for the most part. Like, all right, <laughs> like let's. Like your thought process. Yeah, let's do. And then it's like, <clears throat> I was, like, midway through Johto. And it had been, like, an hour and a half. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm going to be here all day. So then it was kind of like, okay, uh, f- yeah, we'll put him. Eh, he's kind of cool. Eh, I'll do. And then it's just, like, Jenna. I'm like, oh, my. I forgot how much, how many Pokemon there are. Good Lord. But for the most part, I actually haven't seen that many people that upset about it. Of course, everyone has like one of their favorites where it's like, how could you put my favorite Pokemon in X tier when it should be X tier? Like, is everyone's list going to have Krogunk at the top? Obviously not. The Krogunk tier. Absolutely, dude. Krogunk greater than all. I'm looking at trash, dude. There's really nothing I totally disagree with, except for the little Aztec bird guy, the the pre-evolution to that guy. Yeah, uh, I also I like disagree. Ditto. What's up with Ditto? I will disagree with the Ditto placement. I disagree I with the Quagsire placement. Do not ever disrespect Quagsire ever again. Sorry, but how dare you? Quagsire is the big old blue blob in a mist. Yeah. He's under electrode. Oh, he's all the way down in a mist. Hold on, let me. Yeah. that's what I'm saying. Quagsire is Quagsire. Don't ever disrespect Quagsire. Somebody, oh. somebody, somebody got super upset about Heat Train and Trash. I was like, bro, you put Heat Train and Trash? Yeah. Oh, it was. Blue. It, was blue. Blue. it was blue. It, was, it, it was blue. It turns out. <laughs> Dude, which one is that tra- one? Heat Train, sick. He's. You put Feel in this. <laughs> now he's really. Yeah. Like wait. Now he's like looking deeper. He's like, wait a second. You. Oh no! I can't put Noctowl. You put Noctowl and who would miss? Okay, you want to know why? Oh, I'm I, d- I know. I reason this because they got done dirty. They should have been psychic type. 
That's why they're a miss. They were actually categorized a miss because Game Freak. I like unknown because of the unknown movie. You, you're not about unknown. No, it's literally the. You alphabet. put slow poking miss. It's cool lore. <laughs> you put slow poking miss. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I also um, don't like how he put slow uh, slow bro so low. I like how he evolutions. I think that's a cool kind of um, get a shelter <laughs> on the tail. I can't bro. deal with this. I thought. He- I thought, <laughs> I thought you were cool, Mr. Freak. I'm sorry. I I'll also go. like Tangela. I don't like the Tangela. You put Ditto in trash. That's probably the, my biggest gripe. Is, uh, I also How like could you Mr. put Bond. Heatran in trash? Sorry, dude. I disagree with the Tornadoes, but I also understand why you wouldn't like the that Tornadoes version. I, yeah, I would put Polly World way higher. Well, it's just he got did dirty because all the other alternate forms are sick. And then there's it, the giant chicken. It's funny because he's actually like the strongest, like most OP of those birds. I know, but the that, mega that is... evolution of Alakazam, not gonna, or what is it? Um, the one that's next in Amazing, it's next to what's the dude with the two spoons? Alakazam. Yeah, is it the mega evolution of oh, that next to him? Yeah, it's the mega. Yeah, that oh, should yeah, be mega Alakazam. Sick. That oh, should be. Cold I think I think all the megas. I think I only put like one not amazing. But like the Gengar one is cool too. Yeah, all the all the megas, pretty much were just absolute bangers. Except There's for the one next to Tyranitar and Pokegasm. Tyran. Oh, that's Mega Rayquaza. Oh, sick. Mega Rayquaza. Mega You've yeah. never seen Mega Rayquaza? That's like no. That's like Look top up, five dude. Pokemon designs. Look of all up time. shiny Mega Rayquaza, and you'll lose it. So good. Yeah, Mega Rayquaza is like Mega so Rayquaza Delta back stream. in the like Mega Rayquaza Jeez. is like super yeah. is like is like will Mega Rayquaza will one day be the Charizard of Pokemon? <laughs> like he he's he's just so he's just so tight. I will say the I do remember like one of the Megas that missed it for me was like Mega Ampharos. I love Mega Ampharos. I actually have a little Mega Ampharos figure on my. Uh, uh, on my little uh, platform, where I have my 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 monitors. Yeah, that one just didn't do it for me. And I think I love me- I love Mega Ampharos. I think really the only Mega I didn't like is maybe Mega Gardevoir. I think my the favorite. only I think my only Mega I don't like was Mega Swampert. See, well, see, I'm kind of like that whole like buff thing. I love that he's just like just tanky. I like, I like the yeah. my favorite part of this is Dado's comment that says, I don't know what the hell oh. Rudd's here is, but I agree. <laughs> but I agree, yeah. <laughs> See, dude, because he's like, what the fudge is that fish? And it's car keys. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> I'm right there with you, dude. Yo, I had this on the list, and it just so works out. Um, We got the Chipotle oh. quesadilla. I saw oh, that was on the list. Do you want yeah. me to wait to give you my opinion until you eat it? Or I can give you my opinion out? after the fact. No, no. Okay, fine. I'll go in. I'll take a little bite. You formulate my own opinion. Okay. I literally didn't know anything about it. Claire just wanted it. She ordered it. She said, what do you want? I was like, I guess chicken. I'm looking at it. It's got Here we chicken. go. I'm actually interested. It oh, comes with the retainer out. It comes with guacamole pico yep yeah yep. what'd you get as cream? your side scoops your uh i like to call it the pig troughs yeah uh we got guac sour cream pico i'm assuming yes. it comes with this by default we'll take a guac bite first 
he's chewing. Come on, he already made his opinion up. It's not. It's not bad. I'm not blown away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the chicken always I, hits, though. I, I'm not a fan hits. of the chipotle oh, quesadilla. And why what? is that? Uh, I don't feel like it's a lot of food. I feel you are getting um, less of tortilla and chicken and cheese and more sour cream and guac. Because you'll notice, Mr. Fruit. Mm-hmm. You will notice. Come mm-hmm. finishing that, you will have a abundance of leftover pico, guac, oh, sure. and sour cream. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't like that. Just throw it all in a burrito. You know what I mean? Like, because I feel like you're getting less of what you actually paid for and more of like the side bullshit. It's a different see? delivery. Now, but see, you, now I see, I knew. Now see, I knew that was what's going to happen because I figured, of course, they're going to give you too many condiments. That's what they're making you pay for. So I instead opted for black beans, white the lime rice and guac, because mm. those are the most expensive options you could get. Okay. Mm. I I just didn't think it was uh, enough one uh, and two. I just had an abundance of sour cream and red salsa, but thankfully I did order chips on the side, which I think is a must. I think that is a must when you go to either Qdoba or Chipotle. A side of chips is a must. If you don't, it's heresy. I agree. You need to get a side of chips. But yeah, it's so I, I thankfully just scooped it up. But yeah, it's good. But like, I think I just prefer the burrito or a chick or a burrito bowl with a tortilla on the side. But like, am I gonna go out of my way to get a Chipotle quesadilla? Probably no. not. There are m- many other things I like at Chipotle. I don't know though. more than the that. More, the more, the more I eat, the more I like it. I I thought it was pretty good. I will say, the pricing is not it. Quesadilla should not be that expensive. Okay, see, I didn't, I didn't order. What, what is it? It's like uh, the quesadilla is like eight bucks. Did you DoorDash it? Um, I think she Uber eats it. It's okay. like eight dollars plus, and it's obviously only online only. Admittedly, there is a deal right it now is? where you, where you get eight dollars off your meal for on DoorDash if you order more than that's why she did Chipotle. it. Mm-hmm. And you get eight dollars off for ordering the quesadilla. So it's eight eighty. Yeah. So. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it on DoorDash. I'm gonna not order it, but I'm gonna see what the total would be here. Now, it's, right, I'm it's, gonna do the Blake or not the Blake, uh, the right, the blue right, here thing, chicken, and then we're gonna get white rice. Um, what was it again? Uh, black beans, black beans, white rice, and then guac. Okay, and then guac, guacamole comes okay. in a very nice container. Very, very I will say this: nice adding guacamole as a side thing is adding two twenty five. So they with adding you. guacamole, they got they I got am me, adding I two two fifty five to really? the order. Mine did. That's mine a- was for zero. Shit, they yeah, were like, was- "Damn, people st- keep people can't keep game. People can't keep taping our guac, bro." <laughs> they figured it out. Okay. Damn. Well, I guess y'all gotta they go sour out. cream then. It's cheaper to order quesadilla with a side of guac than to just get guac. Okay, so if I was to get one quesadilla, everything that Blue said on the side right now, including tip, uh, DoorDash. Um, like twelve bucks, twenty dollars. What the? Okay, well, that's DoorDash. Well, one, it's probably like um, small co- or small meal fee, a delivery fee. Okay, so uh, total eleven thirty-five. Or- delivery fee three dollars. Uh, fees and estimated tax three dollars. Dash or tip three dollars. Yeah, fifty so percent of it comes from. The so delivery. yes, I, a subtotal 
you'd probably be paying there twelve dollars. But yeah, that's that's still a lot. I agree. Like at first, I was like, this seems fine, but I guess getting that much for eleven dollars, no, because like I ate that little bit, and this is all I have left now. That's what I'm saying. It just seems well, like that's, it, so. That's what I'm saying, right? So like we have Taco Cabana down here in Texas. And for the same price, I would get double that quesadilla, mm-hmm. and it would also be better tasting. Yeah, it's it. It just feels very thin, you know. I don't I, I don't feel its bulkiness as a quesadilla, you know. I grab it; it's paper thin, you know. I, I don't know. I, I'm not about it. I personally think it tastes good. I just think it's too expensive for the price. Yeah, if I'm gonna get a quesadilla, like I'm gonna save five dollars on that quesadilla just go get one at t-bell and enjoy that quesadilla more t-bell quesadillas are underrated low-key they are they're fire steak quesadilla with the spicy ranch on the side it's different see would you rather have that or that quesadilla this one feels like my arteries aren't getting clogged as much agreed so i guess it depends on what mood i'm in like if I'm just all out, like You're I don't care. Game it all mood, uh, game yeah. it all night mood. <laughs> then like maybe a Taco Bell, but otherwise this one I kind of feel like oh, you know it's not that bad, you know. Yeah, I, but like if you're looking for something to order from Chipotle where you don't feel super full and you feel like you're getting a a good portion meal, then I would recommend that. And like, watch it somehow I, be more calories. Or something. When I go to like. Eat, and this is probably the American in me. I want to leave that place like fucking sick. Like I almost like want to see. Definitely like, the American. Yeah, <laughs> I do not want to do that. Like, there's not a lot of people who eat to get like full as fuck, like to the point where they're uncomfortable. But I do. Yeah, I know. Because see, at that point, I'm no longer enjoying myself. Like, I'm, yeah, I want to like, leave oh. and sit in the car like. Oh, it's so fucking much yeah. food. Like, I think I'm gonna fucking puke in the car, but it was worth. Yeah, I'm like that was sick. Let's do it again. So yeah, I, I just heard about it and Claire decided, hey, because I saw tweets about it earlier today. So I don't know, people just yeah, all about um, it. I wasn't blown away. We, uh, Sydney and I were not blown away. I was, we thought it was alright. I was more impressed when they came out with their queso. I think their queso is so gross. I thought the queso was trash. I, I liked the queso. You come at me. <laughs> I, 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 it wasn't for me. Definitely wasn't for me. Okay. No, it's a, it's a, it tastes like um, it just tastes like white cheese. I don't know what kind of cheese it. Is. It's just like. But well, it is this, white queso. But yeah, like I'm not. I don't like white cheese. Okay, it's kind of this 2021. I don't know why we gotta like judge cheese by its color. But I don't okay. like white male cheese. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a mood, says T. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, T, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Have you guys watched it? Yo, I. Uh, well, as of the time we're we're recording this, the first episode has only come out. Yes, episode two episode. comes out technically in like six hours. I've watched but... the entire series, and it <laughs> is Pog. I've got a guy. Um, I, I'm going to be honest. Uh, Cindy and I put it on. It might have just been the kind of mood we were in, too, because we were kind of like doing stuff in the background, cleaning the kitchen and stuff. But we put it on the background and didn't really pay attention. But that's kind of, I think... That doesn't really... But I did see something at the... I did catch the end and went, what the oh, fuck? Yeah, yeah. yeah that, like, that's the... Yeah, I, well, one, again, we kind of talked about it, too. We, like, briefly talked about it, I think, was the first episode was definitely more interesting than WandaVision, but that was because WandaVision was 
mysterious slow burn kind of whereas this was just like boom you know you're getting right into it yeah um honestly i i like the whole bit um i like being able to see this side of things and i know ratings wise this is everyone's liking it more than wandavision had more people watching it than it was i think the most watched i think um falcon when a shoulder was first then WandaVision, then Mandalorian season two, I believe. That fucking blows my mind. Like, well, I we talked s- about it. Like, yeah, Marvel like is Marvel. the kids' Star Wars these days. That's why. Also, also the damage that Star Wars had had done to itself yeah, has definitely Star Wars. If Star Wars came out with a dope trilogy, because they it had took a the chance... whole season of Mandalorian before I yeah. It. They they had a chance to really bring back the to like this generation be like yo this is Star Wars and they were just like yeah we're just not gonna fucking plan at all uh, good luck also Rian Johnson's gonna kill your childhood <laughs> but that that is good news that the second season performed better because it was that word of mouth like yo wait this is legit yeah yeah like this is Star Wars like trust us it's not the movies like come watch it. And then people were pleasantly surprised. I'm like, oh yeah, I'll watch season two. The fact people were like, "Trust us, it's not the movies," is depressing. But you know, <laughs> it's also true. But like, yeah, well, it's also probably because if the Star Wars fan was burned out, it was probably because of the movies. So it's like, hey, I know you're burned out, but trust me, give us a try. It's a different. I feel place. like Rob is like the perfect description of what the average Star Wars fan is like. They're just like I just nowadays, yeah. Anymore. Like after like just, how just fucked in the ass i've been lately like, <laughs> and then like, it was like yo trust us it's it. actually dope and then you're like yeah but like man well maybe star wars isn't that bad guys because it's not mandalorian's fucking sweet like is. mandalorian is awesome that but, made me cry like a baby oh that's yo the ending yeah i mean we already talked about this but the ending of mando made me weep that was sad i didn't cry at that one though but I, that I was what the little hand oh, the hand was. and when he takes off his helmet oh. i was like I was very close. That shit hurt me. I mean, there was might have act- actually been what, a few tears. Was it um? What's his? Who's the Mandalorian? What's the actor's name? Uh, Pedro, Pedro Pascal. Pascal. I think was he saying he was like he thought it was important for Mandalorian not to be crying, but like the actor in him couldn't help but like cry or something like that. Oh, I don't remember. Maybe I think I like read a headline like that. How mercy is, but the millennial in me, you know, didn't read the entire article. I just read of course. It, I do appreciate though that he's getting more attention. I really like him. Hell yeah, dude! He was badass at Narcos. Well, what dude, about Game Narcos of Thrones, is such dude? a good fucking show too. Holy crap! I need to. You know, I'm gonna put that on my list right now. What? Narcos is a great show. I need to see Narcos. You've never seen like the Pablo Escobar Narcos? No. Oh, oy vey, mate. Oy, oy vey, mate. Come on, dude. Can't be doing my Colombian heritage like that. I will say, Claire and I watched like the first three episodes of Shit's Creek yesterday, and that was actually pretty funny. Dude, um, Sydney was saying that is something that her and I should watch because her friends really recommend it. Yeah, well, that was the same kind of deal. Which, speaking of recommendations, Claire showed me this TikTok. It's the only way I ever get my TikTok. She's like, yo, let me catch you up on my for you You really page. are a boomer in disguise, <laughs> Mr. Fruit. It's true. Sydney will go, Dude, babe, can I show you TikToks? And then just goes. Yeah. <laughs> so, showed this video of some guy playing this rhythm game. And it was crazy. And so I was like, all right, what is that? Like, I got to give my shot at it. It's called a dance of fire and ice. So I installed it today. It's like six bucks on Steam. I don't think I've ever been angry in my life. 
A steam, a dance of what? Fire and ice. I love rhythm games, dude. You're gonna make me act up. Um, trust me. If I'm raging, I assume you'll do the same. Like it was bad. It's like one of those things where I'm about to like slam my desk. I'm like, what am I doing? And then I slam it anyway. Like it was so infuriating. Did it just come out? No, it's been out for a while. Or 2018, 2019. It's like really well received. I hadn't heard of it though. But my God. You, I want you to stream it so I can watch. Really? Yeah. Cause what kind of rhythm game is it? I love rhythm games. Like So it's like all you do is just two buttons. Well, technically you can only use one, but I use two. And the reason it's called Dance of Fire and Ice is it's two orbs, blue and red. And they go on blocks and you just have to time them when they hit the blocks. But mm-hmm. when one block hits and stops, the other one then goes around it and they do their own um rotation full rotation so you have to stop it before it does on oh the beat. i've seen somebody play this i've yeah. seen this and i was like bro let me at it and i'm a, i i got to the last world six um level and after like 45 minutes i had to close it i was like i'm not leaving until i beat this but it got to the point where i'm like Right, this I'm is unhealthy. Yeah, right it's like, I need to stop this. And apparently there's like 19 worlds. And, and you could do the first one. The sixth. And then there's all the custom songs and stuff. And so I, think, I have to do worlds one, two, three, four, five, and get to six. Yeah, if you can beat six, that's where like that's where I that's where I tapped. All right, well, now I know what I'm streaming tomorrow. Uh, I don't get me wrong, I'm am I probably gonna give another chance, yeah. Yeah. But I had to step away. Even Claire the whole time was like, like, baby, you're kind of scared. Was this today? Me. Yeah. She's like, you need, you, like, it's okay to take a break. And I'm like, I'm not a quitter. I'm not leaving. I, like, I'm not letting this level beat me. Mama it beat me. Is no bitch, Claire. Was it, it, is it, it like um, the same kind of, uh, there's no like easy, medium, hard, no. and expert, or it's like all the same? It's all the same. And the thing is, if you miss one click, that's it. You restart the whole thing. So that's why I was getting. Oh, you so, have to FC. Yeah. So that's why I was getting so pissed because it's like the first third of this track is like a minute long, and at this point I have it down. But then there's this little bit in the next part that I have to figure out. It's like after fifty percent. Yeah. But I mess that up once, and then it's like a minute and a half to get back there, and then I make the same mistake, and then yeah, I'm so frustrated. Minutes played recently. <laughs> okay. So then it probably I probably quit after. 30 minutes. But yeah, I, it was it was something else. So yeah, I'm interested to watch you stream it. I'll, I'll stream that um, probably tomorrow. At the very least, I'm going to complete that level. I'll tell you what. After we're done playing Apex or tomorrow, whatever we're doing tomorrow, uh, after you raid me, I will switch to uh, a Dance of Fire and Ice. Okay. And maybe when you get to World 6, I'll play along and try and <laughs> okay. do it myself. But it is it's something else. And the crazy thing too is there's like there's you can change difficulty, but you can only make it harder where every note has to be a perfect, otherwise you restart too. And I'm sure there's some people out there that are just like but it is yeah, it's something else. Um is there anything we wanted to touch on before I moved on to Patreon questions? Nope. Um Blue did say we were talking about this off podcast. Um the CEO of Blue's oh. Game did uh, mention right. the podcast. Oh, that's right. I was so excited. I was like, 
Okay, I'm not going to yeah, say... Specifically, I, I didn't know anything about this. They, yeah, so um, it was actually really cool. Uh, and quite honestly, I have been getting Senpai to try to notice me for a long time. And ironically, <laughs> the part... <laughs> on GG Easy, I don't expect, like... Like, GG Easy is like, oh, like, this is where everyone who already watches us comes to watch us rant about dumb shit. So then when they tweeted out, like, hey, they talked about these GG podcasts, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I don't expect anyone to listen to me rant on this. That's why I'm so good at ranting on GG Easy. So, um, yeah, I was uh, very surprised. So, Robbie RG Sachi, RG Sache. He actually used to be a competitive player on uh, original Paragon. Uh, I don't remember all the team names, but this is how you know I'm a total nerd for Paragon. <laughs> yes, well, and uh, I did like that. He's like, if you guys like what you see now, like, just wait. So that was nice. Oh, he kind of was like, yeah, wait, bitches. Yeah, he's like, like, if you think, if you like, if you think what we got right now is good, just wait and see. And I'm like, okay. Okay, shit. Well, but, go uh, on. RG, RG Sache. My hands are shaking thinking about it. <laughs> uh, My hands are shaking. Tweeted out that we talked about predecessor stuff, and I was really happy and excited. And um, yeah, I've been trying to get Senpai to notice me for a while, and he noticed us. So. There you go. Yeah. Pretty senpai cool. Notice. Meanwhile, I'm trying to get Senpai Twitch to notice me still. Good luck. Twitch, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> Papa Dadams asks, um, if there are any extended Dream Team Battle Royale, what would happen? Who would win and who would die first, etc.? We're talking just Hunger Game ass. Yeah. like Who would die first? Know. Honestly, I'm going to say Sammy. Because he's going to be allergic to something. You know, yep, he yep, like yep, brushes yep, up yep, against yep. Well, that's what I'm saying. Mark. Like, if we're in the middle of like that Hunger Games dome or whatever, he probably hops in there and he's immediately like, he needs his meds. And so I think that get, that gets Sonic out. So like, a, a, almost immediately we'd hear like, Tong! it's like Sonic has left. It's like, oh. Then I would say Dado wins. He'd be like the the nerd of the Hunger Games that like won that one year. Well, see, I feel like it comes down to him and like Arios, and then Arios has. Like un, un, not purposefully, been just like roaming this entire time and somehow made it here with dumb luck. And then it comes down to him and Dado, and then Eros is like, "All oh, right, I'm jacked." And so Dado tries to outwit him, but eventually it comes to a brute strength fight. Eros takes him it. Out. But then Eros is about to choke him out, and he's like, "No, nah, just kidding, dude. You can have it." And then he like kills himself, probably something stupid like that. And then Dado I feel wins. like. No, I feel like Dado would win purely because Dado would outsmart Arios and convince Arios to off himself. And he Arios, even he'd be like Arios, like just let me win. He goes, shit. and for the sake yeah. of comedy, Arios would do it. <laughs> He's like, dude, wouldn't it be hilarious if I just killed myself with these blueberries? Arios, Arios you just eat yeah. all those. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, these blueberries. Oh! And then people would be like, God damn that Arios. Yeah, wait, wait. And then I take Arios it back. would Arios would fade away. Like I did my job. I take it I back. Arios is second to die. Yeah, because <laughs> it's like I'll be like, "Oh, Eris, you want to team up?" He goes, "Yeah." Oh, yo, check out these things I found. I guess they're like poison blueberries. I'm like, "Oh my god, dude! Like, put like, don't eat those, dude! Like, I've heard those." And he goes, "What?" <laughs> uh, and then he's like, "He's like what?" And he's already eating all the blueberries. Like, I was, Ugh! and it's like, "Dum dum." No, but, but I could, go. I could already hear him. I could already hear him. Be like, <laughs> were these poison, dude? <laughs> <laughs> You got me, dude. <laughs> no, then he's dead. Um, Sloths asks, um, mayo and ketchup together or ranch and ketchup together? Uh, ranch Neither. stays by itself. 
ranch like, stays by itself. Yeah, you don't mix ranch with anything. Like the only thing hot you sauce. can mix ranch with is with with like Frank's hot sauce or something. That's it. That's all that goes with ranch. No ketchup. That's gross. Mayo and ketchup, those okay. I know Claire likes it. They even make Heinz makes like mayo chip, which we have in our house. Regretfully, uh, keep them separate. <laughs> <laughs> keep them separate. Regretfully. <laughs> oh, no. here, here's a question from Rob: uh, Miracle Whip or mayonnaise? Miracle Whip. Really, Blue? You're a Miracle Whip. Mayo kind of trash. Really, I'm mayo. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm mayo. A mayo guy. I need like I'm, I there. I need a very specific situation well, to be mayo. For the longest time, Sydney thought Miracle Whip was mayonnaise and like didn't know that Miracle Whip is like its own entity and isn't mayonnaise. Yeah. It's basically mayonnaise too. But it's not. <laughs> it would be called mayonnaise if it was mayonnaise. What are you saying? really passionate about this. I yeah. am. Because I can no. That's why I asked. I was like, what's your guys' stance on this? I just think Miracle Whip is fucking gross. What? Yeah. But but mayo's good. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, Mr. Walsh asks, think of a number, uh, double it, add six, divide it then uh, in half, subtract the number you started with. The answer is three. Why? I'm sure it's like one Because of those. I pooped my pants. I'm sure it's like one of those like math questions Man, that always has no, the same answer. Wait, say it again. I don't think mine was. Okay, what's your number? Well, no, just say your thing. Okay, think of a number. Uh-huh. Double it. Mm-hmm. Add six. Mm-hmm. Divide it in half. Uh-huh. And subtract the number you started with. The answer oh. is three. Oh, yeah, it is. Interesting. I, I just think it's just like a I, I've seen those. It's called like I forget what it is. It's like uh, a, black yeah. magic, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the, the day, force. you like tell somebody that? No, like you're burning at the stake, dude. Not cool. Um Johnny Krumer asks, how many five-year-olds uh, could you take if they all swarmed you at once? I would beat the shit this. out of all of them. Uh, well. <laughs> Rob's still on the scene. I am still... So, there, like, I guess the question's been going around TikTok again. We always... We are ahead of the trends. You know us. And so, the theory is you're, you're stuck in a corner against them. So, you're getting swarmed. Okay, I'm, I'm in that corner. I said, at best, maybe ten. They're trying to, like, you're saying they're coming to kill you. Yeah. And, and any way a five-year-old can imagine killing you. With their bare hands? Lord only knows. I, I, that would probably do it. Like, think about it. They go over your eyes. They start biting. Who knows? Because you have Dang. to think. Because I'm thinking, like, at this point, they're like robots. And they're just like, kill, kill, kill. Bro, so, I, I think <clears> you're <throat> really underestimating your power. Like, I'm telling you this. I'm grabbing I mean one. This. I'm swinging some circles as long as I can. And then that's it. I mean this without like sounding absolutely disgusting. If a five-year-old was coming to attack me and I'm in this corner, right? And I have the license to kill. I could curb stomp one of those things heads off. Okay. So you get one fat. No, like all I just have to push them down. Boom. That's one. Boom. That's yeah. But at two. that point now, you, but, <laughs> but at that point now you have like six on you. No, like, ah, God, bye. like, oh, yeah, dude. see you arrest man. I think I'd get like... There's only one way to least, test this. I get to at least 40, 50 before I get tired. You overestimate. How many, how many five-year-olds have you killed? Well... How many people have you killed? Yeah. How many walkers have you killed? See, here's the thing, all right? Two here's questions. my strategy. 
I think I could take them on infinitely. And do you know why? Because you underestimate how weak the mental psyche of a five-year-old is. All right. You tell them some shit like your parents don't fucking love you. Santa Claus isn't real. Whoa. Um, uh, you're dog shit at video games. You're never gonna be. You never. Standing you're never gonna be good at, at Halo Two. If I told that to a five year old Rob, you're like never Halo gonna be good who? at Halo. You're never gonna be good at Halo. Okay, well, whatever. Ten year old Rob Fruit, like you're dog shit at Halo. Yeah, don't tell like me you're that. trash. No, see that would by far that me would up, physically like, that physically old, hurt you. No, you not ten year old you. You'd be, okay. you'd be you'd be you'd be quivering. You nah, haven't gone through puberty. If you your nuts me, haven't dropped yet, you don't have fire flight response. All you know is run. If you say you're bad at Halo, I'm like. I'm fired up now. See, Play no, see, yeah, see, but I'll be one no. guardian. Exactly. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but now you're distracted. I'd be like, you're trash on Halo. You'd be like, yo, what did you say? Boom, knock your head off. You're dead. Yeah, but now there's thousands of others me pissed. Like, what? No, no, but they're blue? different five year olds. You, so you say infinite mountain. You would never be taken. I just keep talking shit. They keep getting distracted. I keep beating the shit out of them. One shot, they're down. That's it. That's all I need. Okay, I but... truly believe I could take on like 40 to 50 before I would. Be physically exhausted, and they would eat me. I don't think so. Uh, Reacher asks, uh, 69 penguins versus 69 chickens. Who wins? 69 penguins, chickens. easy. Penguins are vicious, dude. Bro, they, are they? What are pen- they, they, don't, they wobble. They, like, but they, well, I mean, also, it depends where are they fighting. Landscape does matter. Let's, say, oh. let's just say, let's just say it's, a, it's even. Like an even... But what exactly? Even what would even look? What even, look, even look like? Yeah, because penguins have to be in a pretty specific. Because like penguins, like if they're on ice and they're able to start sw- swerving, well, peng- yeah, if they true. can get in water and out, boom, like penguins. I but mean, if, if they're on being, land, I, like, I would say if 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 it comes down to like in the Arctic, penguins take it no problem. Yeah. But if it's in a warm climate, yet. Yeah, yeah, chickens are probably taking that dubby. Yeah. I think Mecca penguin has more stats than Mecca chicken, though. So <laughs> yeah, they all uh, just form up. <laughs> 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 um, Z Dog asks, "You're at a bar uh, when an attractive uh, person comes up to you and says, want to smash? Which fighter do you immediately call dibs on?'" Uh, no one would come up to me to do that. Is the <laughs> your first mistake? Um. I mute too. Ganondorf, not oh. Kirby. I would probably. I feel like if I'm going for like a noob stomper, I'd go for like Roy. Roy's a great noob stomper. Or just Ganon, just smashes. Like they don't know like how to get Roy's out of him. Um, Sky asks for fruit and Rob. I see you playing a lot of Apex lately. Uh, and wondered what your favorite weapons are and your favorite landing locations. Uh, well, it's a new map now, and I don't know it, so I don't have a favorite landing. I like the Kraber a lot. Uh, yeah, I'd probably go P2020 with Hammer Point or R301 just because I feel like that's just the best gun in the game right now. R99, I think, is the best gun in the game. That's my pick. Um, and then it says for everybody, um, opinions on uh, sacred weeb number. What is that? Yeah, what? Uh, I don't know what that is. My bad. Opinions on a the S A C R E D weeb number. The actual one seven seven zero one three. 
The sacred numbers. What? I don't know. I'm scared now. I'm scared. I feel like. Should I know this? I feel like we should get our resident weeb expert, Sammy. Sammy. Yeah, I don't. We're not initiated, I guess. Uh, Sharkboy97 asks, if you could make content on anything right now and have it perform well, what would you choose? <sighs> um, Final Fantasy where, 14. Where to Apex. begin? Apex has been fun. If I could do anything right now. Pokemon? Maybe, well, I'm just trying to think what I'm enjoying right now, which quite frankly isn't much. Um, Sag. Maybe League, because then I could just do silly things, and that way if I'm losing, it's still for content, so I feel a little less tilted. Have you been queuing lately again? Yeah, and uh, I'm just never going to touch League again. Um, Wait, what happened? Went, oh, on, a, went on a tilter lot the other night. Wait, what, what happened? Just, How much LP? Well, I hit gold, so I was like, you know what, screw it. I'll just Were you playing with Kev or Solo? Solo. It was my first mistake. And queue up for jungle because I'm like, you know, I want to play Kiana jungle, which is an off meta pick. Not many people play it. Pretty low win rate. But I was like, you know what? Pretty cool champ. I'll play Kiana jungle. I'm 11 1 at 3 at 15 minutes, bro. I'm pup stomping. We lose the game. Shocker. That's kind of. That's how heavy my four other teammates were. They didn't even know how to be carried. So I was like, oh my God. Okay, whatever. But I still, like, I was going off. If I can just do that mm-hmm. again next game. I'm eight one and two by fifteen minutes. Same champ and everything. Yeah, or did Kiana you again, killing it. And this game, I have an Aurelia that realizes how to just like, yeah, if we do this and I go in and we do that, like we can just win fights. I'm like, thank you. We win. I'm like that's great. This LP. Is, this is good. Then I go Kiana again. Um, and long story short, I had a Camille top lane on my team against an Orn top lane, and they had a Galio mid. Our Rumble couldn't hit an ult for his life. I don't think I've ever seen worse Rumble ults. And so on top of that, and not roaming when Galio would, Camille kept crying for ganks. I'd get close to killing Orn. Galio ults in. Our mid never roams. So I try a couple ganks early. I die a couple times. Kind of behind. And then it gets to the point where it, Orn and Galio just literally raffle stomp us because they had tanks. None of us did. And our 80 carry bot lane was like 0 13. And so I was like, okay, that's a tilt or whatever. Next game. I would watch this as content if you recorded these. <laughs> It'd be terrible. Next game, I was going to go Kiana. And then somebody's like, bro, we need like, we need somebody else, bro. Like, please. And I was like, okay, whatever. They're already tilted. Oh, what were you like? Was that in like when you like. Champ select, yeah. Yeah, when you because like, like I I'm hovered, this person. yeah, I was hovering Kiana. He's like, bro, like please go like a tank something, and I was like, okay, well I'm not going to do that because I can't carry as a tank. It might be good for it, but this is also solo queue, and I don't want to be just a useless tank if you guys can't perform. So I'm with like a bruiser. I can't remember who I went with. Now league is like, um, if you're doing solo queue, you queue into other people who are solo queuing, right? Yeah. Or duo. Um, so I think I went Udir, maybe. And I'm not going to lie. I don't think I've ever been more useless. But at that point, I was already so tilted. So I after- wanted to play like a champ. Well, it also just hadn't been going well. And like, regardless of my performance, it was hard to like close out games. And I was teammates were being frustrating. So 
this game, I get on a deer, and like three ganks early on, I'm not. It's like the matter of a couple percentage of health of getting these kills, and instead getting counter ganked and like just the slightest difference in in combat led me to being like 0 and 3 instead of 3 and 0. If I'm 3 and 0, it's a completely different game. Instead, I'm 0 and 3, and I went 25 minutes being or 30 minutes. No. I think it went 40 minutes being absolutely useless when I'm just like, can we surrender? Like, bro, at this point, I'm just sad. I just want to stop playing this game. Please, can we surrender? And they wouldn't. I feel like League is just, your, is like your CSGO to me. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, and so I was the just... The game you want to play and be good at, but you just you can't figure it out. I, went I mean, you're room. way better at, at League than I would be at CSGO, though. Like, you're mount ahead. Like, But I, just, I go into the bedroom... Clay's already in bed, and I'm just like, tough day. <laughs> tough, tough day, day work. in the office. Yeah, tough day in the office. Just lie down, cry <laughs> myself to sleep. I'd watch those videos. You don't think they perform well? No. Just you tilting it. Well, well, because majority of my audience, too, has no idea how a mobile works. They have no idea what they're looking at. They're, they they just don't know any of the nuances, which I, I don't. But I haven't fostered a mobile community. Like Nothing I do is nearly. The closest thing I've done is Eternal Return recently, and all people know is Booba. So I think that's why they watch, and that's about it. Yeah. What would what about you, Blue? What content would you make? He said Final I'd, Fantasy. It'd be Final oh, Fantasy right. if I were good enough to stream it. You are good. You enough. are good enough to stream it. We're gonna figure out how to get you. Your number one gunblade, dude. How's it get better than that? <laughs> Link in the descriptions of the best VTuber artists you know, whose commissions are currently open. Um. In pasta of haiku asks. Um, if you had a choice to choose any weapon from any universe as your primary and secondary, what would it be and why? Gunblade. I refuse to answer this. Way too wide. You already give me anxiety. Uh, I'm going to... Uh, give me at least a, the first, a franchise. The first thing that went to my head was the Lancer from Go- uh, Gears of War. That's the chainsaw gun. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. I'm just saying I don't know what I would pick. Can't do that to me. Can't do that to me. No, well, I'm thinking like I just might as well get the most OP weapons. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, why bother? Like, like, um, maybe like the mini nuke, whatever, from Fallout. The big boy. (laughs) Yeah, big boy. But actually, like some weird space thing that can just like bend time or something like that. All this kind of stuff. So I have no idea. What about you, Blue? Gunblade. Uh, Free Will asks, uh, which Temtem has given you the most trouble? Uh, whether it's to try and catch or against an opponent. I couldn't name you a Temtem. Uh, Ar- <laughs> Artra- Ar- Artrax? Ar- what the fuck is its name? Archimedes. Archanax? It's something like that. It's that stupid poison um, or toxic like nature. It's just, or Earth has the worst typing. And I just hate everything about it. Uh, that is probably the one that gives me the most trouble. And then I hunted a while for Momo and never got it. Luma. So that's still TBD. Uh, the one that gave me the most trouble was Pajaro because I had to shiny hunt it. And then I did shiny, I'm sorry, Luma hunt it. And I ended up <laughs> Luma hunting it. So that was my longest uh, trial. I couldn't name you a Temtem. Um, to Piv asks, what is the most comfortable hoodie slash sweatshirt you own? Okay. Uh, I have this polo 
sweatshirt hoodie that I literally have owned for years now, and that's literally the only hoodie I'll ever wear. I felt lost without it because I left it in Colorado with fruit. Oh yeah, I'm and I so forgot. Lost without you. I, I it felt like it felt like I had my skin back on when fruit brought it back for packs down. <laughs> like ah, uh, a part of me is left, but now it's returned. But yeah, my polo sweatshirt. I don't even remember where it's from. I'm pretty sure like my dad got me it. Polo sweatshirt. I uh, polo hoodie, whatever. I I literally always wear it. It's a zip up polo. I love that thing. It's so comfy. Uh, if I was to choose mine, it would be uh this hoodie. It is like a um, it's like nice wool. Yeah, that's a stoner like, hoodie. Like very like. <laughs> I was gonna say it looks kind of like um punch or whatever those things were. Yeah, it, it just has a cool design. It's like very soft and like in the center of it, or like in like the. It's just very like warm too. Just just a great hoodie. Uh, this was my hoodie of the year for the year uh, 2019. Oh. Well, or 2020. I'm, this was my hoodie Rob's of the year. official hoodie yeah. tier list. That's on the S. Yeah, this is S for the tier. award ceremony. Yes. Not only is it great design and uh, cool because I like Coke, um, it's also extremely comfortable. This is S tier. Uh, I, don't I think... will say a hoodie of the year nominee for 2021 just dropped today, and I will be buying it for resale. Oh, because I didn't get it today. Um. Yeah, I don't really have one. Uh, because most of the ones I order are usually the wrong size. Like I ordered Dados, and they sent me an extra small. What? Yeah, for for whatever reason. Uh, and then all my other ones just just get too small for me or shrink. And a lot of the other problem too is, uh, the hoodies I get for some reason have just they get so short. Where they barely go like my waist now. I don't know what it is. I'm not that tall. So I've, just, I've just been in a weird hoodie funk. I don't really have anything. We got to get you out of that. As somebody who feels like they're Someone get this man a hoodie. <laughs> Stat- I need, to, um, I need well, to make sure my friends feel the same way about their hoodies. Well, unfortunately, as a friend, I haven't checked up <laughs> on your hoodie. You failed game. me. Yeah, I'm sorry for not checking up on you, Mr. Fred. Hoodie season is that. almost over, though. And I'm very excited. No, it's not. Hoodie season is. Ev- oh, fuck. It is almost over. It's I'm, not gonna stop me from wearing a hoodie though. I'm waiting for hammock weather. My life. See, is see, the thing is, hoodie season can be every season if you just don't wear anything under the hoodie. No, I still sweat, like, especially if I don't have some under. Okay, oh, but you. Bro. Okay, but Game you could. Over. You could literally be wearing wearing nothing and you'd be sweating. You're not wrong. I currently have a fan blowing on my face, and I'm still red because I'm so hot. Um, couple questions left. So, uh, from Fire uh, Razengan. Rasengan, Rasengan, bro. Jesus. Whatever. Get it together. Uh, would you guys play Dead by Daylight with the Dream Team? I mean, yeah, we did once upon a time. We did uh, back in the day, Cafe. I want to play with Ohm because I think it'd be no. fun to play with Ohm. Ohm like, would murder. Would poop oh, on us, dude. See, do you remember when we? But he could like fuck with us and shit. You know no, I mean? do you remember when Ohm played the? Anytime Ohm knows how to play a game, he relentlessly bullies you. It's not like, oh, I'll take it so, easy. He's like, this is yeah, my content. Like he's like, and... this I this is that my is video now. Yeah. <laughs> I own this now. I don't want to give him that power. Yeah, yeah I'd be down. If it was I only actually, a lobby of us with... like Pleb, sure. You know who yeah. like loves Dead by Daylight? Blake. Like I know if we did a Dead by Daylight video, thing. he would be super down to play it. Um the last question is from Blemish. Um, what do you think of the show American Gods? I've never heard of it. 
Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Well, All right, well, let me read the, the quick synopsis that I can find for you. That's 2017 um, drama. Um, American Gods. Um, ex-convict Shadow Moon roams a world he doesn't understand, left adrift by the recent tragic death of his wife. Little does he know, his life is about to change after he meets a crafty, charismatic con man named Mr. Wednesday, who offers a shadow, uh, offers a shadow a job as his bodyguard. Interesting. Yeah, I've never, never heard, heard of it. it. Yeah, I guess I'll look. Never heard it. of it. I guess it the finale cool. just aired. So interesting. I love Ian McShane. He's in it. Is that it for the uh, but yeah, question? That, yeah, that's it. That will do it then for this episode of the GG Over Easy podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, that's episode 78 or 9. 8. 8. 78. 78. We appreciate you. Thank you very much for watching and or listening and supporting us with whatever you do. Whether it's just Thank doing you. that or reviewing or anything. Yeah, we appreciate you. We love you. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Stay tuned next week for the Kong and Godzilla episode. Yeah, so it's not four you, hours, so it probably won't be a whole podcast like Justice League. But I don't know, dude. If it doesn't end the way, I mean, hey, Star Wars was a full podcast. Whoa, true. yo, hold up! I just want to mark this moment before we all leave. Mm-hmm. We actually got to every single thing we listed. That might be a podcast for since seven years. I don't think we've ever done that. Legit? No, I don't think so either. That's incredible! Wow. Legit. Hey. Well, I don't yeah. think we've ever we actually good job us. And we, got we remembered through, a review. And yeah. we were, oh my god! Wow! Hey. How did we do that? And guess what? We ain't doing a meme. <laughs> we remember, <laughs> but we're not doing it. Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't work. I'm sorry. With that, that is this episode. We will see you guys next Sunday in the next episode. Farewell. Peace. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.